to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with my kick, my S, my, my SK, my S side SK kick. could mean a lot of things, Pat. <laughs> I'm here with my sidekick, Mr. Mr. B. Mr. B. Benny Mathers joining me here today on the Dr. Pat Show. And I want to I just let everybody know that we've got uh, you know, uh, some very, very cool programming in the next couple of hours. And there are going to be questions that you might have, especially in the segment that we're doing with Gary Bros on equity. And, how, what, what, and I'm going to use the word fair. What happens when we think we're not getting either paid fairly, when we're not treated? being treated fairly you know what is that word fair and equity how does that uh, equitable how do those two words work together and you know this is a very interesting show today but before i get into that let me give you like a a little wind up for what we're going to be doing today i want to remember uh, remind everyone that tonight uh alberto villaldo is joining me uh, on the bbs radio and we're going to be looking at a courageous dreaming how shamans dreams uh, the dream the world into being if you go to the drpatshow.com website all of that information is right there on the home page but we have again very exciting uh programming for you today gary bros joining me here today this is the second essential element in the quality bonus program and i love the term quality bonus program because you know when we look at these steps what i was struck by in listening to the interviews gary and i had done previously uh i I'm, I'm thinking about the model he used, uh, Gets More. And as I'm looking at that, I thought to myself, and this is going to be, you know, a little stretch, but I thought all of the elements that he's identified are elements that go beyond any individual bonus program. And when we go down the road, I'll talk more about that. But when we look at how to live our lives, you know, and how to take action to create the kinds of things that we want, there are certain steps, there are certain things we do. And so today, as we look at how do we reward people, how do we reward ourselves? It's kind of an interesting dialogue that I've had with uh, those folks on the Dr. Pat Show team about what it means to have this kind of reward system because that's what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about rewarding the you know behavior in a sense. And so Gary Bros is going to be joining us here because we're going to talk about the second element in a quality bonus program, which is equitability. And in for me, that has been something that has been very near and dear to my heart. Many of you have heard the story that I've shared about you know my own journey in the corporate world and how how fairness kind of shows up for example when you know the company that i work for and you know alita was on the air i think yesterday and she was talking about the fact that her husband went and got downsized and and you know that happened uh, in, in his workplace but it didn't happen in who he was and when we look at things on the planet there are many things that are showing up right now 
that around, around equitable treatment. And it is a very interesting and very powerful wor- word. For example, let me give you an example. Someone uh, called me um, last week, I believe it was, because we were talking about uh, recession-proofing your consciousness. We did that yesterday, and you know we'd been building up to that. And so, you know, the the, the word fair came up. It was really an interesting use of the word, although we don't usually say it because we're all now we're all so conscious of the words we say. That doesn't mean we don't have it going on in the back of my mind. An employee knows when there's something that's being initiated that they don't think is fair. They know it. They know it when, you know, Joe down the hall gets the big raise, the big bucks, and they know that in some level, from their point of view, Joe is not coming in on time, so he's not doing what he needs to do. You know, he's doing his emails when he's surfing the Internet. He should be doing his job. But Joe got the big raise. And so, you know, when we look at that, it's very interesting to see how equitability shows up in all aspects of our lives. I will tell you this, that we're going to outline this platform today as a new element. But from a metaphysical point of view, from a vibrational point of view, I have to tell you that this is one of the hot button words, conceptual points of view that will clog up your path to abundance faster than you can shake a stick. Because when you get into this mode of thinking and being and conversation around, is this fair? Is it fair for, you know, Benny to get X and me to get less than X? And we look and compare ourselves all over the place. So even though we're talking about bonus campaign, you will get the sense of how powerful and how important equitability is, not only in setting up a bonus campaign structure, which is our livelihood, our reward, what it means, but boy, we do talk. You know, there are these uh, water cooler conversations that go on. We have them about our friends. We have them about our family. And yet we're very mindful because we're listening to this show and probably because we talk about it. We're mindful of our words. The question is what can we do to look at equitability especially in the workplace right now and make sure that things are being done on the up and up and being done fairly and so you know gary will be joining me in a few minutes for that conversation which i'm very excited about and then kent buckner will be coming on board he's going to be checking on me seeing how i'm doing with the balanced body systems and workout on the go so that's going to be uh, kind of fun and then uh, mary uh, Font- mary fontes is fun I guess, is joining me here for Sacred Geometry. We've got a bunch of things going on today. And, you know, so part of the conversation, Benny, I wanted to ask you a little bit. Um, uh, have you recovered, by the way, from our conversation we had with Marco yesterday? When uh, he asked a little us, bit. Did you, what I want to ask you about, did you, like, go back and try to, did, did you, like, oh, I wish I would have said that? No, I think I was, I mean, I do well under pressure anyways, I yeah, think. Yeah, you do. So, I think I did a pretty good job covering all the bases. I did it, like, in the break, so I might have had maybe another minute or so that would have been nice to, to fumble through. I don't know. When you, I, I, I used to work at Blockbuster Video, so it's like, <laughs> the whole movie question was just like, right. that's so 
hard because I know so many different movies. But to specifically relate it to what we were talking about is, you know, that was the first thing that popped in my head was the Shawshank Redemption and Tim Robbins. Right. And I think it worked perfectly. I, right. I mean, it really did. And you sat there for a little bit longer than I did. I did because I have so many favorites. Right. And, see, and you know, for those of you who missed the show yesterday, what Marco Morrison was talking about was he asked Benny a question to name three things that our friends would think or mm-hmm. say about us or what, what, like how outgoing, they would categorize yeah, us. Outgoing, loyalty, and I smile a lot. Right. Which I do. Right. I went back and I asked Linda the question. I went back and I, I asked, asked, I asked, a lot or, I asked my best or friend. Or the other question. Yeah. Because I actually did a sanity check to see, is that, you know, these are, you know, what, if, you, if there are three words that you could use to describe me, what would they be? Ooh. And. She's like, I'll call you back. <laughs> no. She's like, what's going on with you? Oh. She's like, what's wrong wait, with what's you? Going what's going on with you? That's five words. That yeah. won't work. I said, no, we did this thing on the show today. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, I reminded her, I said, by the way, we're talking about equitability in the workplace, especially around bonus and money uh-huh. uh, tomorrow. And she said, no. I said, yes, we are with Gary, bros. She said, you've got to be kidding. You're talking about that? Hey, wait, you're staring out the, does she have the words though? Yeah, she had the words. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she, She's very funny. And, you know, she comes out and she comes out. I, I said, okay, Linda, what are the three words that you, that you have? Um, stubborn. Yes, yeah, you have your moments. Well, you know, I said, but it's interesting. I went back and, and, she and asked her She means in the most this. loving way, though, doesn't well, she? Well, she really means around perseverance. That's fine. She says, you, yeah. you don't give up. She says you're like a pit bull. Well, yeah, I don't know what be. that means. I'm like a pit bull. Pit bulls can be loving, too. Is that? I, I don't, you know. Sure. But remember, you know, Linda. They're little those puppies. Of you, they're little puppies. You know, this is like. This is like Linda from Jersey. Um, and so then I, I said, what is the other word? She said, you're too trustworthy. Too trustworthy. Linda, two words. We mm. need to have one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can combine it in one. Uh, and, and, and that was an interesting conversation about, you know, asking her how she sees me. Asking other people, have you ever done that, Benny? Have you ever asked other people how they see you? No, not really, not lately, but not in a while. I mean, I never had the thought that, you know, kind of crossed my mind anytime soon. But if I did, I'd have to do it real soon. Well, now I'm curious. Well, and then the other thing she said, she said, you're fair. And so it would, and it made me think about the, you know, the conversation with Gary today. You know, you're fair. You know, you're you're fair. You you know, you may be tough and fair sometimes, but you you are fair. If anybody can deliver a bad message, she said it's probably you. Hmm. And 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 so it's kind of interesting. Now I'm on this kick of asking people I know to give you know to 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 have three words that describe me. How would they describe me in three words? So I, uh, you ought to try that out on somebody. <laughs> okay. You know, just for kicks. On a first date, that'd be great. What? <laughs> I'm think? kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. I don't know. It could be a really good icebreaker. It's a great icebreaker. Right, it exactly. It could be a really good icebreaker. I hope those of you that listen to the show, <laughs> if you haven't, it would be a great show for you to go in the archives and listen to. I hope that you listened, if you listen to the show, you thought about what Marco was saying when he went through, uh, you know, this way that... Uh, we think about other people and how they think about us, which is really us thinking about us. Does that make sense? It's our our projection of what we think other people will say. It's really our opinion of who we are and what we do. Uh, and then he asked us to talk about actors and actresses, and I think uh, that you know that affected us or that uh, in, you know and all. Well, he spun it all back. He drew it back, and I mean, what we thought about those characters in those movies were actually. F- 
mostly somewhat related to what we came up with. Right. So I think it was all, it was a big circle. It was, it was good. Well, and you know, then I, I, I said Sigourney Weaver, and then it was like I was home. I had about five other <laughs> ones that showed up. Sigourney Weaver, I just, the first thing I think of that is alien, Aliens. of course, and how tall she is. Yeah. She's over six feet. Uh, yeah. And you, not so much. Hey. I'm just saying. Hey. I'm just I, saying. I wear big shoes. You do, absolutely. <laughs> you wear them well. I wear big shoes. <laughs> the four-inch stilettos. Awesome. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Photo opportunity. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Gary Bros in the house. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. 1-800-930-2819 is the number because we are taking calls on this topic. We're taking calls. We'd like to get your comments. Have you been treated fairly, equitably in the workplace in terms of your money, your pay, your performance, and all of that. How, how do you respond when Joe down the cubicle gets the raise that you thought you should have? Well, now don't punch any holes through the wall yet. Gary Rose is joining us. He's got a solution. We'll be right back. Having a great memory and keeping it is on the minds of millions of people, including me. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I've just discovered a real breakthrough in the field of memory improvement, the online school of phenomenal memory. I was amazed to know that there is a 100% success rate to get real phenomenal memory and memorize entire books, guaranteed, or your money back. Go to pmemory.net, download the free ebook, and register now to receive $75 off this online course. Don't forget, pmemory.net. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Are you starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwig uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631. That's 415-328-2631. Or visit leadershipsoulcoach.com. Reprogram your mind to be thin and your body to be free. Are you tired of being overweight? Do you feel like a failure because you can't lose weight? Join Alfonso DeRose, performance coach and master NLP trainer. 
in Seattle on May 31st. Alfonso teaches a revolutionary new method that will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Go to TakeYourRisk.com for two free tickets, a value of $698. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. You're listening to the refreshingly different Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Like one of my favorite band groups, that's Pink Floyd. Best. That's what I do best. I so I love read you and see Pink you. Floyd. Money! I, I'm telling <laughs> you, money. I love that song. And I love the conversation that we're getting ready to have. Gary Bros in the house joining us here today. As I uh, said for you, as I said earlier, we are doing a series with Gary. And we're going to take your calls today. Whenever you like throughout the show today, please feel free to call in. Because we're talking about bonus campaigns, bonus programs. But for me, this one is a hot button. Gary Bros is raised, was raised in Seattle and has created phenomenal small business presence in the greater Seattle area. He is someone that understands and knows what it's like to give birth to a successful business, not because he picked up a textbook one day and read it, but because he has gone through and, you know, gone through and, and through the ropes. I mean, this is basically how you get to learn and be embedded in what works in organizations and what doesn't. He has had to pay attention to every aspect of his business, including the many employees that work with him. And so from that perspective, we get to hear what he has discovered he is an expert in the field of bonus programs. And when we look at bonus programs right now, they are the, they are the most important compensation aspect of everything we do in the workplace. Those of you listening to the show, I know you're listening in the workplace and you know what I'm talking about. But they're so important now because the rules of the game have has changed. The rules have changed. And what that means is it's no longer do we get the standard 10. I, I Gary. I just need to bring you on because I could go so go off on this. It is such an important topic. Thank you for joining us here today. You bet. Good morning. Good morning. Let's do a recap of where we've been and where we're going to go today. Okay. We're going to talk today about the uh, second essential element of a really quality bonus program. And by quality bonus program, we're talking about one that provides a win-win-win. That's a win for the employees, a win for the company, and a win for the customers. Um. What we've already done is we've talked about one of those essential elements, and we've got eight of them, and I'll just zip through the line here that's gradiated, equitable, timely, simple, meaningful, objective, reinforced, and easy. And the first letter of each one of those words forms the acronym GETS MORE, because if you build a bonus program correctly, everybody gets more. So today we're going to talk about the first E, and that's equitable. Last week we talked about gradiated, and we're kind of work our way down the line here. And uh, and the whole equity thing is uh, is a tough nut. Well, I'll tell you, I started to kind of go off and talk about how times have changed. They have. You know, there was a time, and actually it wasn't that long ago in the scheme of things, where you would expect a twenty percent raise. Right. You know, if you were like a top performer. 
20% should have been easy, and, 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 there, and there you are. And it was a change to your base salary. Now that we're in a whole different world, there are bonus campaigns that are based on money. Others are based on other things. There are stock programs and so forth. How do we make sense of all of this and where does equitability fit in? When you're trying to design, as it regards to, to a bonus program, when you're trying to design a bonus program, the, the toughest part for management is, is just the question you were asking me during the break, is how does management know if it's truly equitable or not? And by, by equitable, of course, what we're really saying is fair. It needs to be fair to all of the employees. And so part of what you're doing in this process is, is what we've suggested is you, you look at all of your employees, and, and the programs that we're just suggesting is... is all-encompassing. You want to include every employee in the bonus program. So you're looking at all the different groups of employees you have, and you're designing different bonuses for each individual group because they're doing different functions. And in that process, somehow at the very end, you need to have it all tied together so when somebody looks at that, they're saying, yeah, that's fair. You know, so-and-so in this group gets a little bit more than these other guys in this other group, but, you know, they work longer hours or they're more specialized or they've got some special education that nobody else can have, and hey, whatever the reason is. But you have to create something that, that the average Joe will look at and say, that's fair. Absolutely, because it's so easy to get off on the unfairness thing. Uh, it, it's real easy, and, and, it's, and it's real easy for people who only think about themselves, which is like 99% of us. Actually, it's, I think it's 100% of us. But, uh, it, you know, it's easy to just look at your own and say, wow, you know, I think I ought to get more. Well, yeah, no kidding. Everybody <laughs> wants to get more. <laughs> well, you know, and, and part of this is, you know, talking about, you know, creating something that's equitable. But I use the word fairness because at the grassroots level, it really does, boil. when we say equitable, it really does boil down to you know how people perceive what you know how big you know their part of the pie is. It really it really does boil down to that. And it is uh, it, when we then add the element of individual reward versus team reward, Gary, that like adds a whole another dimension to it, doesn't it? It, it does. And and yes, you you have to relate to the perception of fairness and perception is reality and when part of your goal is to create a bonus program that not only rewards people fairly but also improves morale or keeps people involved and, and active and caring they have to believe and perceive that it's real, that it's fair, that it's equitable. Well, let's talk about, before we talk about equitable and what it means, let's get to more, some more common language about inequitable treatment or inequitable bonus programs. You know, a bottom line, the perception that, you know, this thing we're doing is just simply not fair. You know, it's just not fair. And Gary, I know that you have built a lot of this from your own personal experience. I can only imagine how many times someone has come up to you and has said in one way, form, or another, Gary, this is not fair. Uh, it's happened too many times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then the, 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 now I'm hearing like my stepmother in the background saying, whoever, honey, whoever, honey, whoever told you life was fair. Well, you know what? There is an element of us, innate in all of us, that believes life is fair. 
Right, and and you know you certainly don't want to design something that inherently isn't fair. Some things just happen that way, and a lot of things are by accident. But you you don't want to set out with your goal saying, "Wow, I think I'm going to really suck it to that group and 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 be unfair to them." Nobody nobody's really trying to do that. It just usually ends up happening through either poor planning or uh, or ugly circumstances, one or the other. Well, let's talk about some of these because, you know, there are some problems that show up as a result of creating programs that are not fair. Uh, and let's kind of go through the list of some of the things that, you know, we've talked about a few of them already. But honestly, you know, you know there are some things that you've experienced uh, that really cause a ripple effect. Yeah, you know, that... And I'll just give you an example. Like we've created uh, bonus programs for uh, our people in the office, and we and one of the things we do is we we take phone calls and and uh, place orders and uh, dispatch couriers for deliveries here in the Seattle area. We have the two sets of groups of people in the office: uh, people who are capturing the information and taking the orders, and the dispatchers. Their jobs are somewhat interchangeable, and usually all these people are cross-trained and can do different things. But at any one point in time, they're only focusing on one activity. We set up a bonus program at one point that paid the uh, ultimate total package of the bonus, uh, paid out more to the dispatchers than to the people answering the phones. And it wasn't really intended that way. It just sort of happened. Um, part of it was we didn't quite do our planning as well as we thought we had. Mm-hmm. But immediately at that point, the people who are answering the phone says, geez, I think I want to just be a dispatcher now. Uh-huh. Not because they really like dispatching, but because the bonus was so much bigger for the dispatchers and the capture operators, and it wasn't intended to be that way. And uh, so we you know, tweaked it and made some changes and tried to bring them back in line, but trying to make math formulas work perfectly every single time. Oh, my gosh. A a science in itself. You're giving me a hot flash right now, (laughs) you know, thinking about it. But it is important. Oh, oh, absolutely. And and there's always the thought in somebody's mind that, oh, you know, okay, I guess the people answering the phones aren't valued as highly then as the dispatchers, and it's kind of a slap. Well, no. No, that was was poor planning. Poor math. Going to get go back to third grade or something. (laughs) It's, you know, it's the old conversation where, well, I use an Excel spreadsheet. I love this one. This this is such a perfect example of something that I did. Well, I use the Excel spreadsheet. You go and you check the formula, and the percentages are, like, totally way off. I mean, they're... It's hard to to explain to people uh, once you've created something that is inequitable, that is viewed as unfair. It is really hard to moonwalk on it. And what I mean by that is you can come up with a lot of different reasons. But, boy, once you've created it, you know, it's hard to back back up and undo it. I mean, how have you been able to do that? You know, one of the tests that I tell people to do is when they've designed the program, to look at the whole big picture and, and pretend they're an employee in one of the different groups and say, gee, would I look at this and consider it fair? And if they do, great, you know, in good shape. But if but if they're looking at it and saying, well, one, wait a minute, that other group is going to potentially get an awful lot more than my group is, you have to assume that other employees are going to perceive that same thing, come to you and ask you why. So the important thing when you're designing these programs is there might be a really good reason that you're structuring it that way. You get one chance to explain that, and and you better be prepared and have your answer ready, and it better be good. And if you say it to yourself and it sounds phony, then guess what? It is phony. 
and you better come up with a better one, or you better change the program. No phony baloney on the Dr. Pat Show with Gary Bros joining us here today. Comments or questions, we're taking your calls at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Bottom line, what can management do to make sure that the bonus programs pass the equity test? What is the equity test? And do you even believe that management does such a thing? Very interesting conversation. Very near and dear to my heart. We'll be right back with Gary on the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned. Get back. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debtfree.com mca.com a smooth journey a creamy encounter a spoonful of greek god's greek yogurt and pavoto ice crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity greek god's greek yogurt so natural creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures including probiotics greek god's pavoto ice crema a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you find in greece Find your own Greek Gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek Gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com and experience the myth. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Hi, this is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant reality, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150, KKNW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of accessing those. From a place of special energy. The Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear. Face everything and rejoice. Call 888-842-2008. Or visit juliethong.com. Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Don't hit me. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Gary Bros joining us here today. For more information about Gary, go to www.smallbizsherpa.com. Small B-I-Z-S-H-E-R-P-A smallbizsherpa.com uh, and the website is filled with information there are articles to download and we're looking forward to Gary uh, and some of the other things that he's going to be putting together for us uh, but you know when we look at his uh, tagline which is guiding you to the peak of success it is you know for me that is such a visualization of what many of us look at for ourselves and our lives and today we're looking at uh, an, an essential element of the bonus uh, program that and process that he has developed. And we're talking about creating something that's equitable. And it's a really important term because, Gary, uh, you know, I think there are a few things we can do that take us to this place where we make mistakes and we can sort of moonwalk our way out of them. But when we're talking about uh, equitability and fairness, uh, and we just talked a little bit about the equity test, this is one of these things where if you fall down here, you raise consequences of trust loyalty, commitment. So when I look at the elements and what we're talking about, I believe that there are some things people will excuse. If, if, if we build a program where the timing is off, they'll probably say they're just stupid. They just didn't know what they were doing. You know, you know the people that designed this, the process. But if we create something that is perceived as not fair, we now go into personal characterizations about the people in the organization that created them. Uh, true. And it, it- as soon as it becomes personal, it yeah. changes. And, <laughs> and it's easy for this to become personal. As soon as you think that management perhaps is slighting you or is saying you're not as important as the other guys or, you know, your, your imagination can pretty well run wild thinking about all the reasons why you're not going to make quite as much as the other guys. And there better be a good reason for it or you better change, like we said, the bonus structure so that it's much more fair and equitable to everybody. Well, let's flip a little bit and talk about what is equitable. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the things that we've demonstrated. For example, something that may be perceived unfair uh, could be the size of the bonus, you know, based on what somebody did, uh, you, you know, what they've accomplished. You know, they're looking at that and they're saying, what? What are you going to give me? Right. And, and like last week, you know, we talked about gradiated where you let, set several different levels of bonuses. The top level is usually something geared for superlative performance, right? Beyond and above what we would normally ever expect. And you put some dollar figure associated with that. If another department's top level bonus is compared to that, and it's not pretty darn close, you definitely start opening up questions. And, and so the amount that somebody can make, potentially make, is just as important as the amount they actually do make. Well, and, and what we're talking about here is a, bit, is a construct, and I'm just going to mention this for a minute, you know, that moves beyond the conversation, is this fair? There's also, you know, in the workplace, and especially in the research arena, this construct of justice, 
And, you know, people say, well, how, how does fairness work? Well, first of all, we're talking about one of the basic Maslow on the Maslow scale of things. Food, shelter, and paying me, showing me the money is part of that conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, and for a lot of people, we're talking about the bottom line, the money, the cha-ching. And so when we look at the idea of fairness and being unfair, it creates this this process that, that clicks in in the mind that says, I don't really have control of this. You know, these people are doing this to me. Now I'm in a bonus program. I've worked my butt off, and it's really not being treated fairly. So the question then comes, Gary, why the heck should I work that hard? Right. It, it has to be, I don't want to say it has to be perfect. That's asking an awful lot out of management. But I'll tell you, it's it has to be, be well thought out. Yeah. And, and it's not, and I think everybody understands, as I call it, messing with people's pay is not something anybody takes lightly. Uh, doesn't mean we can't do it better than we're doing now. And I think bonus programs, if they're done correctly, are a big step in the right direction. And if they're done poorly, can destroy you. <laughs> and and there are a couple of examples here let's talk about. Uh, they can destroy it. Let's talk about a couple of examples to get kind of real with this. One of the examples is that, you know, you're the manager of the organization and you give everybody a flat increase, right? You give everybody, you know, a great accomplishment. Everybody gets the same amount. Mm-hmm. Even Joey, oh, you know, I keep using Joey because I don't have it. I don't know a Joey. Uh, even Joey down here, who we know that most of us have to kind of bring along, Joey gets that bonus campaign. Right. And that is perceived as not fair. And it's certainly not motivating. Yeah, but that's a tough one. Um, I, <laughs> I, I'm not exactly a proponent of giving everybody the same thing and saying thanks a lot. Um I'm not sure I know what the answer to that, because it isn't nothing that I would ever recommend. Well, exactly. But underneath all of that is something that I wanted to ask you about, because, you know, right now we're talking about equitability, and we're talking about money, and we're talking about process, and we're talking about procedure. You know, it's not just about the money. But one of the questions that comes up, isn't there an underlying performance question around here? Meaning, isn't there a way that we have to somehow measure who gets what? Yes, and, and, you know, as we get down to, like, the sixth essential element, that uh, relates to measurement, and that's objective, and we haven't got there yet. But essentially, when you structure the bonus program so that it is based on hard fact and reality, and you are measuring one particular thing, for example, and that comes up with a number, and that number correlates to a dollar amount. It takes away the subjective nature of it. Mm-hmm. And when you explain that properly to everyone, it it does help solve the problem of, gee, was management being biased against us? Well, no, the numbers are what the numbers are. And it, it's, it takes away a little bit of that that personal aspect of it that could get you into a lot of trouble. Absolutely. We're taking your calls here today at 1-800-930-2819. Got a question for Gary. Are you in a situation where things are not as fair as you'd like them to be? Do you know what the next steps are? How do you approach your boss? How do you even have a conversation about this? Uh, What is it that you would like to suggest? Uh, Do you have a story? We'd like to hear from you. 1-800-930-2819. 
Uh, you know, the, we have gone through a, a wide range of, of change uh, over the past 10 years, uh, Gary. And this you know from your own personal experience. Uh, we went through the, the, this is how we reward people. And then we also moved to this place of non-monetary bonus campaigns. So when you talk about bonus campaigns and what you, and what you do, uh, are you only talking money? Or is it okay to have a bonus campaign where, you know, I now send Benny to Hawaii for a week? <laughs> ah. Well, it, it's all money. <laughs> uh, it, it is all money. It right? is all okay. money. Um, but, you know, that, that could work, too. I guess oh, I will say, honestly, that I just focus on money. Um, I, I haven't figured out a good way to be able to do that type of thing that you're describing without right. creating intense jealousy and, uh, and uh, you know, problems between staff when they see, oh, so-and-so is getting this great gift and I got zip. Um, it, it's just simpler to deal with dollars and cents in my mind. Well, and then but let's talk about jealousy as well, because that is one of the, uh, that's one of the outcomes that results. Uh, if you, if you put something in place, that's not equitable. I mean, jealousy may result anyway, right. um, depending upon the nature of the organization, but you, you know, jealousy and that aspect of comparing and also breeds resentment and resentment in the workplace especially on high-powered, high-performance teams that are needing to develop, that is toxic waste in any management organization. Yeah, and and again, management has to look at the whole big picture and remember what it is they're trying to achieve here. They're trying to get people active and involved and caring and and, uh, thinking about their job. And they do that when they're happy and when they feel like they're being treated fairly and that they are part of things. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as they start perceiving the opposite, they're just going to check it out mentally. Um, so you, you really need to, again, look at the big picture and make sure that you're achieving what your ultimate goal is and not structuring your bonuses in such a way that you are going to create those jealousies and those concerns that way. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Gary Bros joining us here today. We're talking about bonus campaigns, bonus programs, but more importantly, how do you get rid rewarded for the outstanding job you do and how do we do that using the gets more model when we return i'll be sharing a story uh having been the director of human resources and responsible for implementing some of these programs i've got a few stories to tell gonna put gary on the radio hot seat he's gonna let me know how well i did stay tuned we'll be right back with the dr pat show Yeah, special girl, real good girl, biggest thing in my itty bitty world. Call her up and she made me feel right. Wish the bliss could never take flight. Sitting back with this mic in my hand, spitting hot, trying to see grand. Imprinted on my mind every minute. Make my plans and you always. Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, relaxing on an Nile cruise and exploring the sacred temples. For travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. 
Are you suffering from chronic pain and fatigue? Are you tired of taking medications? There are solutions that are completely natural and effective. The key is to identify the root of the problem and allow your body, mind, and spirit to do the healing. At Holistique Medical Center, Dr. Darvish and her staff do just that. Treat you as an individual. Find the root cause of your symptoms and stimulate your innate healing. Call Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or visit drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Would you like to receive a weekly email telling you about personal growth events and resources in the Puget Sound region? This service is now available compliments of New Spirit Journal, the locally owned and operated newspaper that brings you a wealth of inspirational information every month. Go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Earl. That's events and resource listings, but you can call it Earl. New Spirit Journal has been providing inspirational news and information for almost three years. Visit NewSpiritJournal.com. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Forget their space and come check out our space on the web, 1150kknw.com, and find out about Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Such a vibrant thing, vibrant thing, a vibrant thing. Yeah, it's such a vibrant thing, vibrant thing, a vibrant thing. Look at check it, look at check it, look at check it, look at me. Yeah, yeah, it's such a vibrant thing. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Gary Bros joining us here today. We're talking about equitability and what that means. You know, Benny, I want to ask you a question. Uh, you know, the term fairness, I, you know, I know you're kind of young in the kind of career zone. I oh, mean, gee, how long have you been working here now? Uh, at the station officially since 99, so yeah. almost 10 years. Oh, ha- Wow. Mm-hmm. I started out as an intern way back in the day. Uh-huh. Officially getting paid by the man, we'll so, say uh, about six years. So you're kind of like me in that you went to a place, you started at a job. Was this your first real real job? <laughs> well, in in the career that I wanted, that was media, right. yeah, with the radio aspect. But I've been, I've been working since I've been 15. Right. So. 
But you kind of hooked up here, and you're here for 10 years, which is almost like an anomaly in the workplace. Well, especially in our with. field, too. It's usually kind of a high turnover for a right. lot. Like, it, it depends on what field. You know, I'm a production you know, artist, and as well as, you know, on-air talent and doing all the other things. I have many hats. So I think that's keeping me here, what I like, and that's what the station likes. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was just a regular talent or, you know, just a show that I had, you're apt to have a little more, I guess, not as much security. Mm-hmm. For your job per se, right. especially in the radio biz, yeah. so you got to go big and go strong, go hard right away, and then maybe three years down the road they'll be like, "Yeah, not really digging it with us anymore." See ya. Yeah, but well, with me it's different. Well, it is, and you know, and, and honestly, you know, I know that the folks here at Sandusky. I mean, honestly, this is for me one of the most incredible organizations yeah. I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Uh, I, you know, the general manager walks around just past the general manager walking down the hall. Okay. Yeah, well, you wouldn't know that he's like the GM. I know. Uh-huh. You know, you wouldn't know. Uh, he wears and shorts and he's like tan, you know. <laughs> he likes to golf, too. Well, and the reason I'm talking about this, Gary, is and Gary Bros is my very special guest today because there is a vibration and energy and a culture. You can step into an organization, whether it's a boardroom or whether it's a studio or a place like this. And you can tell by the people and the way they greet you, like, the, like Diana at the front desk, right? Right. You get a sense, don't you? I do. Of how folks are treated. Yes. Absolutely. It's so true. I mean, we see it with a lot of our customers, and and you sense it right away as soon as you walk in, whether people are upbeat and happy or comfortable or uh, at ease with themselves or mm-hmm. nervous. How much does compensation play in that, would you say? I don't think it's compensation as much as it is uh, corporate culture and the, the senior management's outlook and style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm... Uh, we we try in our business to not take ourselves too seriously and just get the job done and still have some fun and be be good uh, quality performers. Right. But we try to take the pressure off a little bit and not uh, not be too heavy-handed. Well, let me just share this with you on equit- uh, equitability and see if you can give me a little report card. All right. Uh, back in the day, I managed a graphics group, and, you know, we started from a negative revenue number. As a matter of fact, my job was to actually fire everybody in the group. Mm-hmm. And uh, that w- that was really what I was hired to do, and uh, and I didn't do it, and I couldn't do it, and so I had to build something instead of break something down. Uh, but one of the things I did was, first of all, I didn't know anything about graphics. Secondly, you know, it was the first line job I've ever had, and third, I really hadn't done compensation bonus or any of that. So rewarding people, and especially artists was probably the most rewarding and challenging job I've ever had. And one of the things I learned, and I wanted to ask you about this, is that I made an assumption that bonus programs for this particular group uh, would work because they worked for another group. And so when I, when I put a campaign together on how to reward people, I looked at rewarding the team or the sub-teams or the different teams. There were four shifts. There was a day shift. There was a night shift. There was a, a gazillion graveyard shift. And so, the, you know, what I did is I rewarded the, the particular group. Where I fell short was understanding the interdependencies between groups and people. 
meaning that if the day group, the day, the, the day people didn't do a good job passing off to the night people, that 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 would be an issue. Right. And so how important is it when you're doing things that are equitable? Two-part question. How important is it to get the input from the actual people before you design the program? And then secondly, how important is it for you to get their sign-off once you implement it? Point. Obviously, both are important, but the what you were just saying was you were not very familiar with the graphics industry. If you had been and you knew, you would have known that stuff already. I would have known it, but I didn't. But you didn't. So certainly if you know in your heart that you aren't as sharp as you probably should be in whatever industry you're in because you're new or whatever, then you bet, you better get a lot of input from people before you start messing with pay. Um, And and buy-in is always uh, a very, very powerful uh, tool. I've got a whole list of things that I do with uh, with letters and memos to the uh, to the customer to the uh, employee base that describe what we're going to do in advance before we do it. Give them opportunity to you know get their two cents worth in. Uh, it makes a big difference. And and yeah, I, and I think in your own self analysis, you already know what steps you did that were wrong. I not only knew it, but I'll tell you the way this group gave me feedback. We'd have the meeting with the <laughs> with the imagine. managers. Yeah, and they're artists. So. So um, every once in a while, I'll turn, I would turn to Nina, and I'd watch what she was drawing, because that's what they would do when I was talking. They'd be drawing. And I saw her drawing a bull, and I'm not going to say what else was in the picture, but that was her message to me that this is totally not fair. Uh, and, you know, and Gary, as we look at this and we move forward uh, on, on, on what's next... This is a, a equitable treatment is something that's on the minds for so many people. And right now in the workplace, we don't really have a voice in how to talk about it. And so I wanted to thank you again for joining us here today and ask you, given all that we've talked about around this and the campaigns you promote, what are your closing comments on this? You know, today we've talked a lot about equity and fairness with the employees it's important to remember that we shouldn't measure that only by wage rates or the quality of the bonus or benefits program. We should measure it also by uh, the steps that management and ownership take to secure a better future for the entire company. And securing that future comes through the use of profits and creating profits. Now, that has sort of a negative connotation sometimes. We, you know, it's more stylish right now to equate profits with greed and with all the most negative aspects of uh, personal ambition. I'm here to remind you that profits are what makes the world go round. Profits are what this country and all of its dreams are based on. Profits have made us the most powerful and productive nation on this earth. They say that nothing happens until someone sells something. I say nothing of consequence happens until someone makes a profit. Profits secure the future. They make growth possible. They increase job security and stability, and they improve advancement opportunities. The next time that you are asking yourself if your company is fair and equitable to its employees, you need to remember that creating appropriate level profits is a path to that equity. Being fair to the employees means also being fair to the company. Let's do both out there. My name is Gary Bros. I'm the Small Biz Sherpa, and this is America. We chase dreams here.
Thank you, Gary, for joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We've got another powerful hour of programming for you. We're going to see how Dr. Pat is doing with Mr. Kent and uh, the program that he has put me on right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Gary Bros is uh, doing a series with us, as you well know. And I want to make sure everyone out there has information on him. Smallbizsherpa.com. Stay tuned. We've got lots coming. And as well as some new articles from Gary on equitability. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.